Episode of Breeze from the Ring Podcast. Of course, it's your boy Chris J. Of course, I got my boy Trail on here. Guten Talk. And this is episode 34, actually. So, just I'm going to do a better job keeping track of the episodes on these podcasts. But shout out to you guys for listening, supporting all that good stuff on the real. Because if it goes for you guys, I still, I doubt uh, we'll be doing 34 episodes still. But, <clears throat> but let's go. Right into pretty much we haven't really talked game one and two. Well, game two just ended, but as a today, uh, the series is tied up one one, which I feel like both of us was in agreement was probably going to happen. Right? Yeah. So I thought to, they was going to win game two, but I thought the series was going to be tied eventually. You know? Yeah. I thought after they was going to leave Oracle, it was going to go back to the Toronto tab, but oh yeah. So, but I'm going to say this. The Warriors is going into uh, Oracle like this. Real. The fucking guys steady fucking dying, G. Yeah. Dying. D-I-E. They steady D-I-E-ing on us, G. And what we doing? We down here drinking and trying to link with these goofy ass hoes. Now, the second part, that kind of goes towards the Raptors because uh, if they're not careful, uh, they might f up, f up around, G, because the Warriors I had dying because at the game during the course of game two they lost Kevin Looney and uh with to a sprained collarbone, so more than likely he's done. Um, and then Clay Thompson looks like he had a very bad uh hamstring injury. A hamstring injury. Uh, just I was just looking at it, just said uh Clay Thompson said he don't plan to miss game three. Okay, <laughs> okay, G, I respect the toughness, but. You're playing that at least two of your best defenders playing with one leg now, so yep. so like I ain't mad at them. Like go all in, but y'all not making y'all jobs any easier playing with uh one leg because Iggy is still a uh, hobble with a leg injury and he has moments where he's just out there limping. But um, let's talk about game one first. So and then we'll go into game two. So pretty much game one, the Raptors hooped as a, a collective. Kawhi had a rough game. And then, uh, but Pascal pretty much showed the hell out the entire goddamn game. Hoop Draymond. And pretty much the game was over by the third quarter. Like, by the third quarter, like, when the Siakam and Kawhi literally tag-teamed them niggas, the game was over with. But the Raptors came in hungry with energy, making shots. I felt they were shooting too many threes, but they went when they go in, I can't complain. Which, I'm going to go with the game, too, of why. I feel like that was the key reason he lost the game, but... Uh, game one, like, the Raptors look really good. And I'm not going to throw the excuse of that the Warriors look rusty because you're a championship-level team. This is this is the one time in the entire year where in your whole run where we say, oh, the Warriors, no matter what, is going to give you 100% good basketball. 
So I'm not going yep. around with the uh, rest excuse because this is what y'all wanted. Y'all swept the blazes for a reason so you can get rest. So I don't want to hear rust, but they uh they wasn't playing that good. Like Steph had a solid game, Clay was okay, Draymond had a quiet triple double, but didn't mean much. And Boogie looked horrible off the bench. And going and like I let you go ahead and give your takes in on game one before we move on. Uh, I thought she was just getting an analogy. Uh, yeah. no, yeah, Boogie looked real bad. Boogie looked bad. Marcus saw hooped. Um. For Toronto, which is what they need. They need for Toronto. It's got to be an all hands on deck type moment. They got lucky with Kawhi having a bad game. Like mm-hmm. they got lucky with Kawhi and Pascal being able to um, carry the burden. But just like it show in this game, nobody can have a bad game out of any of them. Mm-hmm. Like no one, because um, just the the way Steve Kerr coach he punishes you with every. Like, got darn turnover. He punishes you with every miscue. Mm-hmm. He punishes you. So, you, you this is this is not a team that you can just simply say, "All right, I'm a like." Kawhi got to get the ball out his hands during some of those moments when he kept getting out of bounds turnovers. G, like mm-hmm. you just get the ball out your hands, bro. Just pass it. Um, <laughs> and if they trap you on the sidelines, nigga, get off the sidelines. Um, it's kind of hard to say, like. <laughs> but you know, he's he's we comparing this nigga to Jordan at this point. When there's a will, there's a way. If we compare you to that caliber of a player, so um. But yeah, like it was just it was just a lot of problems that they had. That if they can just adjust, if Nick Nurse can adjust, adjust it. Right, winning big game one was a big thing, but game two, you got to The Warriors was gonna come back. They, they, they were gonna come back and they, like, yeah. That that's a championship team. That's not just a super team with a bunch of great players. That's just a championship. That's a dynasty. Like you can't just, you just can't, you just can't play ball and, and think and think that's just gonna, you know, get get you out the way. Kawhi. Being one for, I think, eight in the fourth quarter is also going to – you're going to lose games if that happens. Just mm-hmm. going to keep it up. I don't know what they can do to get Kawhi because he was like – I think that was like the same last game. Like, Pascal really – Pascal really saved them niggas, G. Because um, Kawhi has been garbage in the fourth quarter. Like, garbage. Yeah. If he hasn't been drawing fouls, that's been – yeah. But I would say that for both teams, like both Steph and Kawhi have been living in the free throw lines, both like all series. Yeah. Steph doesn't miss though. Yeah. Steph that's the miss. scary thing. He does not yeah. miss them free throws. But nor do nor does Kawhi. That's the funny thing. Like like just off game yeah. two, Kawhi was sixteen for sixteen from the free throw line. Steph God dang. was hold on. Eight for nine. But I feel like he was up there more. But, but both been living at the free throw line all series. But, um, all I could really sit here and say is that going into Oracle, um, excuse me, uh, but going to Oracle pretty much like they need to go in a lot more, uh, team oriented again. Like I wouldn't say yeah. to say they wasn't that tonight. It's just shots wasn't going in. 
uh, really wasn't that big of a difference on how they played Siakam. Like it's just the fact that once shot, sometimes the ball doesn't go in the hoop, and that's what. And Draymond, Draymond played smart. Yeah, that's what good defenders do. They adjust. They just don't, you know, fold. So exactly. So like I, I, I still expect a better game from the Raptors. Like if, if the ball goes in the hoop, it goes in the hoop. It's just I feel like they just need to go in, keeping like if you got a lead, like you got a lead, you got to hold on to those leads, G. And then yes. just try not to that's get three the, happy. That's the worst. That's you can the do. one team. That's the one team you can't, you know, have those. Like I, like I said, Steve Kerr is gonna punish you for those things, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna he, he's gonna find out what that weakness is. He's gonna he's gonna punish it, G. That's what they always do. That's how they they neutralize. They was able to neutralize the Portland series in in game one. The series was over after game one. You can't let that happen, right? Exactly. If, if this is if this is in five, bro, I'm a, I'm gonna be hurt. I believe the Raptors, right? I believe. I believe the in them. I believe in them so because all these damn injuries, like the Warriors, ha- gonna have to earn this ring. And if the Raptors realize it, it's like, look, these niggas is hurting, like. Like they're playing, I would say this: they're playing good defense at times. Yeah, I would say for the majority of the games they've been playing good defense. It's just like once that it's just when the Warriors get that third quarter run, it's it's different. It's nothing yeah, different. Definitely. So, but it's like when them shots don't go in, it's like gee, it's deflating. But I respect the fact that they stayed in the game regardless. They made an effort to come back because once the Warriors get turn your turn your ten point lead into their ten point lead. That's hell. So I respect the fact yep. that they at least brought it close again. But um, they're going to uh, – but, like, I feel the Raptors are still a very smart basketball team. And same way you said Steve Kerr makes you pay, other teams pay for uh, mistakes and just, like, playing three ball with them, like, mm-hmm. the Raptors would take advantage of it just as much because they play smart defense. Like, everybody on that team knows to understand, like, we're going to play smart defense and we're not going to allow you to out-hoop us either on the court. Like, they've been playing physical basketball with them. So, yeah, it's been physical the whole game. Yeah. Like, so, it's just with this game, with game two, I would just say the referees were extremely whistle-happy. But the but the Warriors took advantage of a good Clay Thompson game, too. Like, Clay hooped. Yeah. He kept them in the game. Till Steph got hot, and then once Steph got going, things went really well for him. And then I'm also giving Boogie his credit. He had a solid game starting. He had a very solid game. And, well, I think he be able to do it again. I think Marcus is going to come back, have a solid game. And it's just one thing I would say with the Raptors is just try to avoid petty fouls now at this point. You yeah, need to avoid the petty yeah. fouls. Exactly. It's, it's a... Fantastic series. You just hate to see what's going on with both of them, right? You hate to. I just want it to be close, no matter what. You know that that's my goal. I just want it to be close, no matter what. I just want it to be. Um, and I also want everybody, not everybody, to have a fantastic game, so to speak. But for it to be, you know, a battle. Because um, I just hate ugly basketball at times, bro. Like, why play ugly basketball this game? You just got, he got saved by free throws. Like, just how, just keep a buck. I love Kawhi, but he got saved by free throws. And yeah. that, that, that's, 
part of being smart as a basketball player is also like I, I hate watching that. I hate James Harden because of it. So yeah, um, yeah shout out to Pascal. Pascal didn't have that great of a game, but shout out to him in game one. And shout out to Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, like, I was I was about to mention man, he's been playing great basketball since the midway point of the uh, Sixer series. He's been playing great basketball. Oh, okay. Then we could definitely say this. Then this, I think, what both of us is trying to say. What we could say. Kyle Lowry's gonna have to step up even more. He's yep. playing really, really good, but he's gonna have to be better than Sean Livingston on that court. Agreed. He's gonna have to be Ain't better. Like Sean Livingston's than... been doing anything. Like Sean Livingston is a waste of minutes, no, just, but he's trustworthy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like he, he has to be. He has to be the. If if it goes Kawhi Curry. Clay, he has to be that fourth best guy on the court, or that mm-hmm. fifth best guy at the Pascal. Like mm-hmm. in terms of offense, you know, I'm not expecting Draymond Green to kill niggas. So like, I just need Cal Lowry has to do. He's not going to get slandered because he's doing. You know, he's making that team jail, but he's going to be have to be even more aggressive because you're the yeah. you're, you're you're number two. You you're going to be the second highest paid person on that team. So and he like, just got like with Kyle Lowry. Just he needs to stay on the court like. I understand, like, they're pretty much using the Cleveland Cavaliers' uh, method of beating up Steph and making his job hard, which which helps. But it's just like yeah, you have to do it smart, G. It will help game smart. three. It will help game three if Clay is going to have limited minutes going to be wobbled at any point. You know, it will help yeah. that. Um, Agreed. So, so like, they, they have an opportunity. Like, Kyle Lowry has to step up. Like I said, we're due for a Kyle Lowry game. So maybe an Oracle is, is one of those moments because, like, when you're on the road, your stars have to win you the game in the road. And so that means Kawhi already – no matter what, I know Kawhi's going to get his 30. But this is where I need Kyle Lowry to give me, like, 20, 20 to 30 to match it. And even then, Marcus Gasol has to come in and play even better. Like, And he he's another guy that needs to stay on the court. With Boogie, yeah. if Boogie's going to play, and then look like Andrew Bogut's going to get minutes now too, you need to stay on the court at all times. Yeah. Like play, like y'all are too smart of defenders to not to keep getting in foul trouble by the freaking first quarter. G, like too smart of defenders. Like I understand what type of game you don't want the Warriors to have a sexy game. Like literally, that they play sexy. Yeah. G. No homo, but like that's just how they play basketball. So they need to step up, continue to, and just continue to like whatever you did well in game one, bring it back. That's all I ask. Just bring it back, continue to do it, and literally from there, I feel like they can they can take this series because the niggas is how. I also, also like I really can't. The Watchers play really good defense. It's just that in that first half, Clay was just hitting beautiful shots, dude. His he shots was. were just beautiful, bro. It was just clean. Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry hit some wild threes. Like it was just like it was one of the things. Like man, they they killed us. How they was gonna kill us? You know, being the Golden State Warriors. So mm-hmm. they're just gonna have to. They're gonna have to fight back. So it's like I and not go tit for tat with three, but just fight back in the sense of you know. For every three days, for every, you know, one, play good defensively. And two, for every point they make, you got to, you got to, you got to hit harder. Mm-hmm. So, man, 
Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a fun series, though. Two games yeah, been have solid. been really too good, two games. Until the Golden State Warriors said third quarter is our quarter. Exactly. And I was just like, dang, fam. Yeah, because, like, the moment they came out, I was like, yeah, they they running uh, scrimmage on this nigga, these niggas too easily. Too easily. Yeah. But I'm not overall upset. Like, I'm enjoying the series. All I just need is just... If the like the Raptors have these niggas hurt, you just yeah, need to hurt. finish and play four quarters of basketball. Four quarters. Yeah, even cut. Even Clay. I mean, Curry was sick. Yeah, he was sick that game. He started the game sick. Then that nigga uh, literally shook it off. You probably saw my tweet. That's, that's a great player to do. Exactly as they should. Like, cause I like even then I was like I'm not really buying that he's sick. If he was sick, like literally, he, he was. It's just like Clay was just hot, and then just Steph waited for his moment. And that's the scary thing about Steph Curry is you you have to keep playing him hard 24 seven because the moment he gets going, you might throw another ball. But even then, but even then, like he only had 23. It's just still you have to play smart. You just have to continue playing hard on a guy and just literally, if he makes those wild threes, you live with it, but you don't want him making the uh, the easy ones. That's my thing. He can make the hard ones. They, they Those may be deflated, but it's the easy ones where he's wide the hell open or he just crosses you up and he's close to the three-point line. Those are the ones that piss me the hell off. So, yeah. But yeah, so like overall, I'm enjoying the series, but uh, so game three, mm-hmm. uh, who you got going to game three? Man, this might be another one. I just one of the first times. I just don't say. I, I don't know who, cause like Warriors, Warriors lose, Warriors lose game three in Oracle. That's the series for them. Agree. I just think it is. So I might have to go with the Warriors because they can't lose game three in Oracle. They just can't. Mm-hmm. They just can't. I feel I feel like going into this uh like I think we both said I think whoever wins game 3 wins the series. And I never did make a pick. I think neither one of us never did, but I'm still not yeah. going to make a pick. I think the Raptors is going to come out better than they're not going to be scared of playing an Oracle. It's just more the fact that they just need it, and with the Warriors being hobbled I think it's going to make Kawhi's life so much more easier. Yeah. Like, it's going to make his life so much more easier. So, I feel like it's going to be a close game. Like, I don't see neither one of them blowing each other out. But it's going to be a close game throughout. But I think the Raptors is just going to end it. Like, in, take control at the end, like the last three, four minutes. And probably win by, like, six. It's going to be a close game, though. It's going to be a close game. So, but I think now with Clay being hobbled, KD may actually end up playing this series. If if the Raptors win Game Three, KD's playing Game Four no matter what, no matter what. Yeah. I think they'll rather have a hobbled KD out there, at least to just because for one, seeing Jonas Drakbo play is sad. Yeah, they gave my man. Yeah, he go. He ain't. He ain't here next season, bro. He gone. Oh, hell no, G. Like, G. Like that man is horrible, bro. That man is just sad to see that man on the court on and on the finals, G. Like I understand you yeah. don't have bench, 
And this is another reason why I want, like, the Raptors should win. You have good depth. You have depth, G. So, like, you have a better bench. So, it's like, I understand no matter what, at all times now, at least either Clay, Boogie, Draymond, and Steph is going to be on the court. Maybe less Clay now because his hamstring. But regardless, you going to have one of the four, two of the four on the court. So, at least with the Raptors, what I've been noticing is, like, at least – uh, why Pascal Kyle Lowry's on the court and Van Fleet, but I feel like Van Fleet stays on the court at times. But um, but yeah, this is the grand opportunity. Like you, you have death, take advantage of it and beat them niggas. G. Like if they hurting, set them set harder str- screens. Literally, yeah. like quiet. It freaking Clay wants to defend you. Dance on that nigga. Same for Kyle Lowry. Dance on that nigga. Post them up. Make yeah. him have to make him work on that hamstring, bro. Like, post the nigga up. Yeah, that, and that goes for Pascal. If Pascal, I think Pascal, and I see Marcus all post up too, but, like, Pascal is, like, the only perimeter dude I see that consistently post up. But I think Kawhi may use it. No, Kawhi got the post move. Yeah, he so can do he it. Just, he's not using it. He, they double-teaming the hell out of him too, though. That It's tough to accept oh, yeah, the post-up. Right. you getting double-teamed immediately, so... Yeah, I know that from 2K. Trust me on that yeah, one. So, but yeah, so I yeah, so I feel like I got the Raptors going, winning in three. You got the Warriors winning in three. So we'll see where this goes. But I feel like it's still somebody's winning in six. That's still the prediction. Somebody's winning in six. You don't think it's going seven? I don't see it going seven. Somebody's winning in six. Like it's that's how. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a title celebration in Toronto. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, it'd be the title celebration in Oracle, pretty much. Cause Oracle, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's yeah. this, 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 it's ending in Oracle. It's going to end in Oracle, whether it's for the Raptors or the Warriors. It's going to be busting in Oracle if the Warriors win. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bust. It's going to be a slight party in the locker room in Oracle. So, with a goddamn freaking huge ass party in Toronto. Afterwards, so with a trophy of Kawhi just standing there in the middle of the uh, in the airport, just waiting <laughs> for him. So yeah, man, that's nice. Ready? I'm still going to LA. I gave y'all the title. I don't owe y'all anything. All right, God bless. <laughs> and then let walk off laughing. All right, mm-hmm. so let's move on from that. So let's talk about the Rockets blowing it all up because th- all I'm gonna Beautiful. say is this is a prime example of what the Warriors does to teams. They destroy they destroy hopes and dreams and franchises hopes and dreams. They did it to the Clippers. They did it to the Spurs. They did it to um the Cavaliers. They just destroy your franchise. And Rockets is the new name on the list. They destroy franchises. During this literally dynasty of five five years they have ruined hopes and dreams of many teams in the West, one team in the East. So, we have to give it to the Warriors for that, G. Like, I, I'm going to give them a round of applause. Yeah, definitely. But, definitely. but especially to the Houston Rockets, G. So, so pretty much you don't know. Uh, an article, no, not, uh, who was that? Was it Watch? It was Watch. It was Watch. It was Watch, yeah. no So, Watch pretty, uh, re- pretty much reported that, that the Rockets are putting everybody on the table. 
everybody is available trade except kind of James Harden. Except, and the key word, and I mean, I really mean when I say except kinda, because I'm pretty sure if the offer is right, they'll take they'll they'll get rid of James Harden too. But the yeah. primary people, everybody's on the table: Clint Capella, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon. Uh, I really don't give a damn about who else is on that damn roster, honestly. So those would be the primary three people who are on the table that I know is there long term. So with that being said, um, it's comical. And then also the extension talks with um, Dan Tony stopped. So even if they go into the season like same old, same old, at least they have at least this summer to enjoy themselves. At least. As currently constructed. Because D'Antoni may not be there next year. Chris Paul definitely not, may not. I don't see. Like even if Chris Paul survives the offseason. I don't see him lasting the trade deadline. I don't. I just don't at all. Depending on how that team goes. And honestly. Like I love Eric Gordon. He's really showed who he uh, who he should have been. When uh, he was with the Pelicans. But injuries just happen. It is what it is. But um. He's a, I don't see him being there either. Like I feel like they're going to totally tear it apart and fig- and try something new, whether it's with Harden or building around Harden. They're going to find something new. But um, I'll let you go on. You there, Trey? You there? Yo. Okay, can't hear him. You can't hear me, Chris? I can hear you now. Yeah, I couldn't hear anything you were saying. It just talked for me. You said, uh, you said all I heard was you say pretty much, and it was just gone. Damn. Well, pretty much, I was just talking so about you, the, the, uh, I was just going to let you talk about the Rockets and what's, uh, they're falling apart. I know we was at that part, but I was like, I don't know what part you was at on that part. Like, I heard you say that, but I don't know. Oh, I, you know. I was just, you give your takes on what's going on with the uh, Rockets. Because I said everything. Uh, like... uh, to me, it's like, Daryl Morey is a, literally a guy who said, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. Um, and that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Uh, like, he, I, the way he's looking at it is, he just wants to bring a title to Houston. Um, can he do it? No, but he's trying his best to do it, and you gotta give it to him for that. Um, uh, but for for them to try to blow it up, and they only lost to the freaking well. The Jack, I mean, the Chris Paul era, they only lost to the freaking Warriors. But in all honesty, I wouldn't even be really look at look at look at James. James lost every series, like he Dana lost every series he was in, and most of the time he was he was the um, he wasn't the underdog. Most of the time, it was projected for him to win, and he lost all those series. Got 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 gained by the nobody, but not with offense with defense. Got gained by Damian Lillard. Lose to and then lose to the Warriors three years. Is it three or two years straight? Uh, I think it's two. I believe it's two. Yeah, it's been two years straight. 
So, like, you got to look at that, too. Can you win with James Harden being your number one player? And who knows? Um, but if I, I dangle, I dangle Zion if I'm New Orleans. I dangle him. See what we can get with, uh, see if, uh, if Anthony Davis will stay or not. Yeah, that'll keep ass in the seat. Wait, um, you say a trade Zion for who? For, for James Harden. Oh, okay. I think you said Chris Paul is about to get you the hell up. No, 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 no. The Perkins ain't calling. The Perkins ain't calling, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't tweaking now. But uh, I dangle, I dangle Zion. I dangle Zion to Solomon Hill. That'll probably work give out, right? Drew Holiday too. Like, if, oh, the I money, want, yeah, the all. money problem at that point. And then just the fact, like, I need assets, my nigga. So, like, yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah, so I wouldn't like that if I'm the Pelicans. Yeah, hell yeah, shoot. Like, <laughs> like you want at this point, if you're David Griffin, you already had a meeting with Anthony Davis, and he said, "Good luck," but I'm not staying. I still want out. Do whatever you can to at least appease him. Be like, look, ah, like, mm-hmm. look, because if 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 I'm Anthony Davis, look, regardless, I do yes, I do one out, but you want to at least give David Griffin the chance to be like, look, if you look what I did when Cleveland, when I was there, I made moves to appease LeBron. LeBron wanted to keep me. The owner got me out of here. So I want you to sit here and think like, hey, okay, he could do some things for me here. Now, if it's just the fact you just don't, I think if, if I just think Anthony Davis need to be clear. Do you just don't want to be in the city of New Orleans no more? <laughs> if it's if it's that, then I'm not, I'll I be kind of mad. It's, it's probably went now for this nigga. It's probably went now for this. Agreed. Like, he, he probably just want to win now. Which I understand. Be, but, which is why I'm saying like, give David Griffin this offseason. Like give him this off season, first month and a half of the season. You're not, you're not winning in New Orleans. Not even with Zion. There's no trade he could possibly make for him to win in New Orleans. Yeah, think about G. Like, okay, the season, the what the whole league is getting reset this off season, possibly. There's no, there's no possible trade he could make if he's not teaming with a premier athlete. He's not, you know. He's not. I, I just don't see it, bro. You can't convince me with that one. Like, if he's not teaming up with somebody like LeBron, somebody like KD, somebody like Kyrie, somebody that's a guarantee, somebody like Steph, that's a guaranteed W in a sense, I don't I don't see it happening. Like, what can it? It's no moves you can really make. It's only like. Four people guaranteed that you can win a championship in the league. Kawhi, KD, LeBron, Curry, like, and probably James Harden, but you see how that goes at the moment. So I don't know, like, what what possible person they can make in our offseason. The Pelicans is offering Zion for a year against that exact same thing. Nobody. Uh, that's why I think he wants to go because there he is literally in a hole. He's going to sign all this money. He's still going to be in a losing situation, and it's, you don't want that if you're a star. You know, you don't want mm-hmm. that if you're a person who who attracts 
I hate this man. You don't want that. You don't want that if you're a person who attracts sponsors and stuff like that. He, I, if I'm him, I, I leave because there is no way for me to win a championship in New Orleans. Zion is not developed enough to do that. And then you, there's really only four people versus Zion. So who? What do you? You know, this is a L. This is a, you leave. This is not a winning situation, and. That's I, that's why I think he's going. I don't think you hate the city of New Orleans because it's not like Indiana. It's stuff you can do. It's not like Portland. Stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just he's a he's a he's one of the players who would get judged off. So you know, Kyle Lowry's not going to get judged off. He's just going to be one of the greatest Raptors players ever. He just so happy he couldn't win a championship. Anthony Davis not going to have love to do that. So that's how I feel. Yeah, I hear you. I respect it. But and that's that I like how we segue into the Anthony Davis you dig, but but trying to get back to the Rockets though. Um like Dang. what do you do, honestly? Like what do oh, you Oh, you get do? rid of you 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 finesse Chris Paul. Just get that contract. If you have to if you have to reset just with James Harden, do that. James Harden can generate butts and seats. He did it this season when half of their team was out anyway. He kept them afloat. Do that. You get a service. So many service appointing guards. You can get Mike Conley. You can get a lot of people to reset. Shoot. Chris Paul to Memphis doesn't sound that bad. Nigga, I'd rather have John Morant. Morant. No. Morant. This is what I would do. You send Chris Paul somewhere. Preferably Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. I'll thank God also. Hold on, let me just give Garplex their their credit here. I'm giving y'all credit for the first time on this podcast. G, y'all walked out of a trade that included possibly trading my man's Lori Legend for Chris Paul. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Now, just draft the point guard like y'all should. Leave Lonzo in L.A., please. And figure it out and run with your young guns. And hopefully you contract a free agent in the next two to three years. I doubt that happens. But just draft the point guard. Draft Kobe White. Draft Garland. Some just don't trade. I don't think they're gonna draft the point guard. That's uh, the most Chicago Bulls thing Patrick to do. They're Beverly not gonna going do to it. Be on that. I think Patrick Beverly is literally gonna be on that team. If Patrick Beverly is gonna be the primary point guard of this team, literally, like I said in a previous episode, I'm gonna literally scream. He is not a ball get get Laurie marketing the ball point guard. He is not a. Give Zach Levine the ball, point guard. He is, I will lock your ass up. Difference. <laughs> Literally. That's all he wants to do. That's all he wants to do. And also, I just don't want him back in Chicago, G. I just don't want him back here. I let, like, I, I know him. He will do good here. He'll probably put some buildings on the vacant lots of the west side. But... Literally, I just don't want him back in the city. You could do that during the summertime, honestly. But anyway, <laughs> but 
But yeah, like I but like if I'm Rockets, you try honestly, I'm I'm the only time I would talk to would be the Phoenix Suns. The only time I would talk to would be the Phoenix Suns or the uh or the Hornets and do a sign and trade with Kimba. Like the two the the two good the two guard thing that they that worked last year for them, but with Kimba and Harden, that would be fun. And then Kimba's not that old, so like you can like I think both him and Harden both like in their late twenties. So it's like that like you it won't be that bad of a situation. And then you trade Clint Capella to somewhere. I don't know. He might be stuck with him. Like I feel like nope. I nah, feel like stuck. after that series, you stuck with Clint Capella. If you can't well well, I would say like this. If they're able to get rid of Chris Paul, they can get rid of anything. True. That it's not like Chris Paul is a bad player. That contract is just no horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Crazy thing is, no said that was a good idea to sign him on that money. He finessed it all. Um, I got a feeling the Lakers might tweak, but I <sighs> hope they don't. Like if they do that, it gee, it's like. <sighs> I got a friend the Lakers might tweet. I got a nine. If you're the Lakers, if the trades you do don't involve A, Anthony Davis, B, Bradley Beal, I'm not talking to nobody else. Why the hell do you want to be stuck with a contract that's going to last longer than what LeBron is going to be there for? It makes no sense. LeBron is not going to be there. He can't carry Chris Paul. He can't. He don't want to. And Chris Paul is just as brittle. Like, you better off just keep it. At least Lonzo's injuries is more fluky. We know Chris Paul is going to get hurt. We know. That's the sad thing about Chris Paul. We know he's going to get hurt. Tweak it. No, if they do it, G, literally... It just confirms everything that that freaking front office story said, and we want to get we could literally go over to that if you want. Uh, going to what? I uh, didn't hear anything you just said because it broke off for me again. The hell, G! But yeah, I saw you was talking. But pretty much all I was saying is like the Lakers be foolish to trade for Chris Paul. Like they will be foolish as hell. Like the only there's only two players you trade for if things don't go as you want this off season. That's Bradley Beal and Anthony Davis. That's it. Those are the only two yeah. people I'm making a trade for. Taking Chris Paul's contract makes no sense because, for one, yeah. that contract is horrible. You already have LeBron's max, so you want to take yeah. – and LeBron, at least, I would at least say this. LeBron is going to be worth his max the entire time of that entire contract. Chris Paul ran out his max this year. Mm. In one season, and he's getting paid more. He's gonna be in the forties by three and four. So it's like, no. Why would you want forty million dollars on your books when you gotta probably, if you still have Kuzma, Lonzo, Ingram on your team, you gotta pay them? <laughs> no, makes no sense. So no, Chris Paul. Look, if I'm making a trade, it's Anthony Davis or Bradley Beal. That's it. Those are the only two options. Only two. <laughs> Tweaking, G, literally, but um, 
But yeah, the Rockets, they just made free. They just made this offseason more interesting. That's all I'm gonna say. It'd be comical. Harding is traded. And he wins MVP. That would be comical. Hardestell wins MVP. I doubt it. I still think Giannis think is lock. getting it. Yeah, I think it's a lock for Giannis. Best team in the league. Everything. And then he's the new beloved around. media guy too. Like the media love Giannis. So. Like, it was more people, like, you got to, I'm just looking at how they do this. Like, it's just Giannis is the going to be the new force face, so. But, yeah, so let's move on. Let's talk about that uh, Lakers front office story that led to more Lakers drama. So, pretty much, I think what I woke up, what, Monday morning, and... I'm like, oh, the jump is on. Or, and I'm like, then I looked at time. like, no, the jump don't start till 7 o'clock. So I'm like, why the hell is Michael Greenberg and Jalen Rose on my TV screen? Then I sit there and say, back some nigga named Baxter. Like, gee, for one, I don't even know who the hell he is. But, like, Baxter took a lot of goddamn time and effort to sit and make an article and talk to lots of people who are probably... Good, bad, or non-credible sources to talk about the Lakers and what the hell was going on the whole time Magic during the Magic Palinka era, and pretty much it told a lot of stupid ass stories. For one, the rich—I'm just gonna get this one out the way. The Rich Paul story to me, that's like if you feel like that is a problem, then literally, G, it is a, a lot of owners in baseball and football that has done a lot worse. If what is Rich Paul? If Rich Paul getting on a plane is a problem, that is, then that says all I need to know about literally what the, what the hell's going on in the Lakers organization. Because your quote unquote best player of all time of your franchise, his agent runs the franchise. I mean, is the GM of the franchise. Enough said. Let yeah. that be known. So that I'm keeping it buck. I like real what you said right there. I totally agree. I don't want to hear nothing. That niggas, that man's, he, Palika has, Palika was on the five five, like the, the, the whatchamacallit, like that's the only, I think, thing credible he did in basketball. And that nigga's a GM in the league. I mean, of a team. Nah, fam. I don't get mad because a, a, a nigga rap some team, y'all. Exactly. Drake is, Drake literally is a, uh, a face of a goddamn basketball team. He does whatever he wants. Don't get mad at the best player's goddamn agent doing whatever he wants, bro. Exactly. Like, I stupid stuff, dude. Like, y'all tweaking. Now, yes, I don't, like, if the part of him, well, in a way, Adam Silver kind of confirmed this on the jump, I mean, to get up a couple of days later where he said, yeah, I had a dinner with Rich Paul, and yeah, he did talk to me about Luke Walden. Do I agree with that? That's kind of dirty, but all I'm going to say is, my man's Rich Paul got juice, G. For one, yeah, you have dinner with the commissioner of the league. You got juice, my nigga. So respect that, G. So yeah. I have no problems with the Rich Paul stuff. Now, over time, like me and Datro did talk about it earlier in the week outside the pod about the Magic Johnson stuff. At first, I was like very hard on Magic, but now, and, and then like you kind of swayed me. And then hearing other opinions on it and maybe sit there and think like maybe the magic stuff is overstated because for one 
Magic owns many businesses. And it's not just the fact that we never heard this before. It's the fact that he knows how to run anything that leads to success. Yes, the the LA Dodgers have not won the World Series, but they've been there. So pretty sure like he's hard on the front office people there. He also runs has ownership of the LA Sparks, which involves a lot of women. I don't hear nothing bitter about Magic in regards to the LA Sparks. He also had stock in Sony. He has ownership or whatever business with Starbucks. So Magic really probably just knows how things are supposed to be run. He probably just holds you to a standard. If you now the anxiety attack, my wife gets anxiety attacks. So literally, I'm not going to slander nobody from getting an anxiety panic attack. It happens, but like whether it's from work or uh, like personal whatever, so it happens. So like I'm pretty sure Magic feels a type of way for causing somebody to have an anxiety panic attack. But outside of that, if he's just holding you accountable, then and you have feel a type of way because he didn't smile afterwards, then it's like okay, come on, Algy. Like it's his job to kind of hold people accountable. He. He knows what he's talking about most of the time. So, but the magic thing and then just all the Rob Palenka stuff, probably the Heath Ledger thing just made me sit there and be like, yo, this nigga's a clown. Gee, where's the damn, where's the damn? Like, bro, you, you lying on a dead man. The man is dead. Recipe Heath Ledger, by the way. But literally, G, how are you going to sit there and t- sell a story to the rock? An actor with the youngins, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, Lonzo's probably there somewhere. And they you literally sit there and tell them like, yeah, Kobe was influenced by the Dark Knight. I had him sit with Leaf Heath Ledger. Hey, you hate what to hear it. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Come on. IG, like but it's so much BS in there. Like now, the the Rob Palenka thing they end up becoming true solely because like there's video evidence, which further proves like, gee, like what? Hey, what? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! Said it. Wait, is video evidence of what? Video evidence of him saying with the Heath Ledger thing. Oh, I thought you was about to say it's video evidence of Kobe with Heath Ledger. I'm like. Nigga, what? No, if, <laughs> gee, if there's a if if there, if Kobe hung out with a looking like a Heath Ledger, G, he is out of my top five. I don't think he's in my top five, honestly. So he's already not there. He should be knocked out of y'all top five all time list if he's hanging out with a fake Heath Ledger, G, giving him advice. And it also shows how literally naive Kobe is, and he probably did it in Colorado, which he did. But yeah, like that that thing just it to me it was just unnecessary BS and yeah. that the Lakers don't need and like the only people I feel like have legitimate things to be upset about would be the coaching staff, like the free agency thing. I, those are the yeah. only people I feel like were legit because I and, feel like, But the thing is with that, Magic is apologizing. Yeah, he has. That's something. That's something like we can get over at this point. Like I understand that Magic said, "Oh, everything I did was the right decision," but 
but he's apologizing for them dumb moves. Like, yeah. can we keep holding this nigga to this at that point? I kind of don't want to. I just kind of want to get this. I I really begin to think there is a hit out on these Lakers, bro. It's always been like that. It's just the way 24-7 media is nowadays, You, Man. it's just on a grander scale. Let's put it that way. It's on a grander scale. Because it's sad out here, bro. I'm like, geez, it's okay. Like, Every it's a it's a lake of story every day. Like, bro, this is the dumbest thing I've seen all week, and this is why I stopped watching like the debate shows, and I only dibbled that with first take on Undisputed, which is already a watered down first take because Skip Bayless is just getting paid to troll. Point. They had De'Aaron Fox on there. Guess what they asked De'Aaron Fox about? The Lakers. Lonzo. Oh, yeah. He did. And he this gave man, Lonzo praise, by the way. Awesome, right? This man is literally about to be one of the best point guards in the league. So, not talking about Lonzo right now. Talking about De'Aaron Fox. About to be one of the best point guards in the league. You mean to tell me we about to talk about uh, Lonzo, I will be offended. That's kind of like when the reporters are bringing up Drake in the finals right now. This ain't got nothing to do with him. So, man, this whole situation, I'm looking like somebody got to get hurt. Keep it bucked. <laughs> like, this Lakers situation, somebody either riding. Or, I don't know, because it, it's sad. And the thing is, and just so we can move on from this, stuff like this happens in every organization. Well, I would say every, well, I would say most, like, well, I say this happens in the Warriors, not really. But at the same time, they, they hold a very tight ship there. So I give them credit for that. But with L.A. We don't know. Hey. KD, um, we don't know if KD going to be there, so it could blow up. Exactly. Like, for all we know, we're going to start hearing stories then. But but as far as everything, like, they've done since being a dynasty, they held a very tight ship. Like, but yeah. even then, the, the stuff came out about the Spurs with the Kawhi thing and, and didn't look all uh, green there like we thought. But mm-hmm. all these franchises have this type of stuff going on. I definitely believe this is happening in the Bulls. It's just the fact that nobody has took the time out their day, days, weeks, months to literally talk to everybody in the Bulls front office, organization, coaching staff for the past five years, because literally about the different coaches we've had, and sit there and say, hey, how do you feel about guard packs? Do you think they're uh, legit? Tell us about the moves they make and all of that. No. Nobody, nobody has. No, nobody. But I'm sure if there was a Bulls report, and honestly, I'm shocked because Chicago sports media is toxic as hell that it hasn't happened. That it hasn't. But one day I hope it does because it will lead to Garpex firing because that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful if somebody took the time out their day to do that. To write a 30-minute article about Garpex and why they failed the Bulls organization. 
and how literally Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't care and cares more about the White Sox. Shout out to the White Sox because they are playing really goddamn good baseball right now. But, but yeah, like this happens everywhere. It happened like even Nick Nick's fans was couldn't even slander because they know what's going on in their organization. Like they know like this happened to us. It was just no article. Bulls fans, we know this going on. It's just no article. That's just the point of it all. It's just like literally like it's just somebody took the time out their day, talked to a bunch of people who want to remain anonymous. Is everything dude said in the article true? Hell no. Is there some believable stuff? Hell yeah. But yeah. it's just it's just the fact it's just the Lakers. And he knew what was gonna happen. Like the only thing that will cause a grand reaction this big if it was the Knicks. That would have been the closest. Like even like the Mavericks had they were hiring people who were sexually assaulting women. Yeah. And then they get blown up this bad. It had coverage, but literally, they wasn't literally waking up on the get up and or Rachel uh, was on the jumps and they're saying, yo, the Mavericks need to fire everybody and that they need to sell a team. Like, that wasn't happening. Shoot. So, that's just my point of question. Like, it's just Would this still be a thing if they signed Paul George? Probably. But at the same time, Paul George didn't give him a chance to sign. Westbrook tied that nigga up, said we're going to party, and you're going to tell him that you're going to sign. That's what happened. Question. Do you think Paul George get traded next season? If Paul George wants out, I feel like he, that would be, I feel like he will ask for a trade. He'll find, like, if he, he's going to have to literally duck around. But if I'm Paul George and things don't work out with Russ next year, yes. Yes, I'll ask for a trade. Or you give me the franchise. But do I honestly want to stay in OKC? I can go to LA, live my best life. Could have put to LA and live my best life. Exactly. But you chose OKC and tornado warnings. So. Warnings? You chose OKC and tornadoes. You literally chose tornado warning sirens over literally LA. Wrong with you, G. So, but, like, honestly, if it was going, if Paul George was there, the Lakers would be honestly in a better situation. We'll just be hearing some more, it'll be more hater type stuff more than anything. We'll be championing Rob Palenka and Magic more than anything. So, that's just how I look at it, honestly. But, it is what it is. Um, Let's move on to wrestling. So, pretty much, oh, before we go into wrestling, uh, let me hand out this ale to uh this uh guy real quick. Clap clap for the ale of the day. Goes to Anthony Johnson by uh boxer, black uh European nigga. Hold that goddamn ALG. Hold that goddamn LG. You lost to a month I went to Curie with probably, G. You lost to a fat, out of shape Mexican, G. Now, I'm going to give my man's credit. Reels, I don't remember your first name, G. Forgive me. But Reels, you really boxed folks, G. You boxed the hell out of folks, G. And I respect what you did, G. Because literally, for one, it's good for boxing to see upsets like this happen 
But it's also sad when you sit there and realize that this dude got his ass beat and been ducking De- uh, Deontay Wilder for ye- for at least the past two, three years. Who And you would have secured the bag. That's why I'm giving you the L because you did not secure the bag. You not only did not lose your four belts, you lost four heavyweight titles. Okay, that's cool, whatever. But, G, you could have secured the bag, gave us a big mega fight, but you did not. You chose to sit there and get your ass beat, got dragged. Like, my man's literally beat the daylights out of you and probably proceeded to eat Mexican corn afterwards, G. Which is fire, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's been lately I've been saying slander of Mexican corn. Y'all are some uncultured ass swine, I swear, G. What the hell's wrong with y'all, G? Like, seriously. I would eat, um, I would eat Mexican corn before regular corn. I hate regular corn. Big facts, G. I hate regular corn. But Mexican corn, ooh, we. Yo, Loki, we need to ask Madre if she know how to make Mexican corn, G. I think it's probably Elota, so she probably. Elo, yeah. So we gotta make sure I call it the right way, but. Yeah, either way, like, G, you lost to, G, like, come on now, G, but the people who's also, like, trying to get fat folks up out of here, like, I'm a big nigga myself, we, me and dude got the same body type, honestly, but, but, like, what we do, literally, um, but, when it comes to heavyweight boxing, it's not like the UFC where literally them heavyweights literally look like they in shape, unless your name is, uh, Nelson, that dude's different, but, in heavyweight boxing, body type really doesn't matter. You can be a big, fat motherfucker, but if you got hands, you can knock somebody out. That's literally like George Foreman literally was fat and out of shape the latter of his career and was winning heavyweight championships, G. That's all I need to be said in regards to heavyweight boxing. Like, but, like, you can't slander folks for his body, like, literally. As long as he could. Because he comboed that nigga. You saw it, Deja. You saw he was throwing them hands. Yeah. And they were connected. Like, if you saw him in slow-mo, it was even, it's beautiful. Like, that's the, that nigga literally looked like a fight night combination right there. But, yeah, like, Muggs got to chill on sh- uh, fat shaming folks, G. Because, come on, like, fat niggas beat niggas' asses all the time. But, dude got to hold that L. Anthony Joshua, you just got to hold that L, bro. Like, you fumbled the bag. Yeah. And now I can't wait to see uh, Wilder probably get his ass beat by uh, this white dude again. And then we have fat out of shape Tyson Fury versus uh, Rios. That's going to be a funny ass fight. You're going to literally see like, it's literally going to look like big, big out of shape muffles just boxing each other. That's what's going to happen. Hey, I'm all for it. But I can watch that probably on World Star right now. But uh, let's go ahead back into wrestling. So uh, let's go over, talk over TakeOver, um, which was yeah. yesterday. We're recording uh, June 2nd. TakeOver was June 1st. This was the 25th TakeOver. Damn, it's been a lot of these. So one day we should just F around and rank all the TakeOvers low-key. But we're not doing that right 25. now. Like 25 of them bitches. Man, that's a lot of TakeOver stories. It is. But... I'll let you take over from here with the takeover talk. Uh oh, so takeover was really freaking good. Um so I believe the it started off with um Riddle Matt versus Riddle Roderick. versus Roger Strong. My God, my God, my God. 
Matt, I wasn't a big Matt Riddle fan um, going into uh, this. Um, not to say he was bad. I just like I couldn't get behind him. I was sleeping on NXT a little bit. I keep up with it, but I've been sleeping on it. Um, man, Matt Riddle is so this one move he did with his freaking flip stuff slap. Um, Roger Strong, amazing. I don't call that nigga the Messiah of the backbreaker for no reason. Like, he was hitting backbreakers left and freaking right. Um, and Matt and, and, and Matt Riddle sold those backbreakers like a like a a a, a, a G. Um, it was it was it was beautiful. Uh, Matt Riddle got the W. Uh, I understand why they gave Matt Riddle a W. He's probably next in line. Big belt. Um, I just got killed by snakes in Assassin's Creed. He's probably in next in line for the big belt. Uh, so that's that's what's up. Uh, probably lose to Adam Cole. I just I want to know if Matt Riddle could be a uh, a Vince guy. Somebody Vince can get over with. Like I said, they I'm all for them keeping people in NXT longer just because the main roster is just so chalk packed with talent that they don't even know what to do with it themselves. Unless they just start turning niggas into tag teams, which I wouldn't have no problem with. Uh, good match. Second was a ladder match. So Chris probably don't know half of the people that was in that match other than God, the Undisputed Era and the, Pro- the Street Profits. But the other two niggas was Oni Lorcan and Danny Burns and the Forgotten Sons. Shout out to my man Oni Lorcan. Whenever they need him, he, he shows up. Everybody knew them niggas was. But we got it anyway. Uh, and the Forgotten Sons is fairly new, so I kind of have Oh. Undisputed Era, I thought was actually going to win the match just because I was thinking Undisputed Era was going to hold all the surprising. But um, I think they're going to say that for probably TakeOver Toronto. Undisputed mm, Era sent all with all the belts then just to drop it. Or it's going to happen sometime during, you know, the road to Toronto. Uh, let me think. What was another good one? Uh, good Calorati died in that match at least six times. He um, so oh well he died, but Bobby Fish ended up getting hurt again. <laughs> that usually be like the paper gal sponge Bobby. Bobby Fish get hurt everything. That nigga old as heck. So. True. <laughs> I think he, he probably the forties. Um, what else happened? Um, uh. I love the freaking stomping out the Street Profits does, G, when they stomp niggas out. It's the Bruh, best thing in the world. That is gold, G. That is, <laughs> it's literally, the best. That's I think, literally you know, funny I think everybody it. eventually stumped that big old dude out. Yeah, they, they stomped G. There. Like, he came in, just body niggas. Then they were like, you know what? We fed up. And they stomped. They literally gang stomped G. I was like, damn. And then Undisputed Air proceeded to just watch everybody out the ring. Yeah, uh, shout out to him. Cal O'Reilly is probably one of my favorite members on Undisputed Era other than Adam Cole. It probably goes Adam Cole. Yo, it's really between Roger Strong and Cal in my second one. I put Roger uh, number two. You, you put Roger number two. Roger is really. Um, I just hope 
part of me wants them to throw Roger Stroger in there. I mean, at uh, two or five live to build two or five live up. But I don't know if Roger Stroger can carry it himself because he yeah, got huh. such a goddamn prick white voice. So he had to go into it as a heel. Uh. Okay, so Street Profits won. It was really a feel good moment. Um, Crime Time 2.0 is going to. Hopefully, they do not break them niggas up on the. Prayingfully. Because Big Homie can't do a bad self. So keep he it really real can't. with you. Dude was My in, man's. He was the. <laughs> he's an OG uh, NXT nigga. Yeah. He's he OG as hell. the beginning. Yeah, he was there for 25 tickets. He ain't going to do it for himself. So. He cool people. He ain't going to. It's like Chad from God Darn, uh, uh, from Crime Time. Crime Time. Nigga, nobody rocks with Chad. Yeah. Um, then you had Velveteen Dream, this God Darn, uh, Tyler Breeze. Really hate the fact that Tyler Breeze is not really. Part of it is because his tag team partner is. But it's no excuse for you not to utilize your. You utilize your. You can give people rest. By utilizing talent that don't get that, like the whole mid card that's fighting for that twenty four seven title, you can say if if Baron Corbin and Rome and Roman one Monday Baron Corbin wrestle, the next one Roman wrestle Baron Corbin don't. Between that time, they just beat up the lower mid card. Like nothing's wrong with that. It gives people you can have matches that feel fresh, and you also you know can give wrestlers. Rest, uh, but you know, Vince McMahon ain't gonna listen to nobody, and I don't even slander Vince like that. But that man roster is in a kerfuffle right now, and it's weird. Uh, but yeah, Velveteen Dream, he probably cracked my top ten favorite wrestlers right now. List, my God, gee, that been in my, so he's good, in my top bro. five. Shit, to my like, bro, what's this? Um, uh, what's his signature? What's his call, G? The, uh, the, uh, the finisher, the elbow drop, or the uh, no, drive? the uh, the thing that starts off like an attitude adjustment that he lands on his feet, the death valley that, driver, bro, it's so clean because he did that, landed on his feet, then hopped on the top rope and hit the elbow. So clean, G. You 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 wouldn't think that dude is an amateur, G. like you wouldn't think you can't, bro. Velveteen is so Tyler Breeze is amazing too. To see Tyler Breeze back to his old stuff in NXT was really, really freaking good. Uh, them taking that selfie at the end was great. Um, then you had Shayna Baszler versus uh, Kyrie Sane. Um, it was a good match, but Shayna Baszler is, is literally putting the goddamn women division in a coquina cut. Police! Police! Help! <laughs> uh, Police! Help! Police! Help! That's uh, she's a fantastic champion, but it's just been. Um, I'm sorry, I called Io Shirai Kyrie Sane. I apologize for that. Like we real talk, that's all good as that. But um, Io Shirai is a fantastic wrestler. Her aerial game is like Ricochet, but you know, Asian. Um, it's. I hate the fact that she didn't get that belt. She's. I think she speaks better English than God Don Oscar and Kyrie Sane. So, uh, Io Shirai is just amazing. She was what considered the best wrestler on the planet. Mm. Um, yeah, she's really freaking good. <laughs> she's like really good. 
She was solid in the but match you, I saw. So like I, I ain't mad. Yeah. It's just Shayna Baszler. Uh, we might get for NXT Takeover Toronto. We might just get Yo Shirai versus Shayna Baszler in a, in a, a dis, I know disqualification match, and then that will finally be the tag team title. Uh, but it's going that way. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, whatchamacallit, it? vacated. And they can't vacate another time. They just did it with the freaking War Raiders. Tactic, yeah. Viking so Raiders. Um, decent match. Uh, Candice LeRae came out, and that might, that might happen. That might be something sooner rather than later. Um, then after that, it well, was it the main event? Yeah. It was the main event. Adam Cole. Johnny Gargano blew the roof off the place, man. That was a fire. So clean. So clean. And I love the fact that Adam Cole is not a flippy guy, but his match, his his work rate is as if he was doing flips in a You say, oh, Johnny Gargano could wrestle with a goddamn solo cup and make it look amazing. Johnny Gargano <laughs> is just amazing. But him and Adam Cole got Got darn chemistry out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. The super kick. Yeah, I know people hate, you know, like super kick. The nerfing of the super kick. <laughs> it no, that, the super kick been nerfed. Everybody has that. I can't wait to. Run. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just so good. They had that super kick spot. Um, I, I do be having like a little problem with Adam Cole. The uh, what's it called? It's like the Panama Sunset or something like that. The move he does, the top rope. It just oh, looks. It, it sun, is really WWE. The sunset, literally, the sunset. What you say? Can, can, Canadian driver, you mean? Yeah, something like that. Like it's so it's so WWE. It's because it's like you gotta wait for them to wake up for you to do it. So it's like a two K thing. It's like playing two. But other than that, that match is just amazing. Beautiful. I don't, you know, I can get laughs about how other people rate their matches, but I rate it as if it was good or it was absolutely fantastic. Great match. Johnny got got a great job. And, you know, working the crowd, too, because you could tell Adam Cole was the freaking favorite of going into that match. He was over, G. Um, man, Vince, you can't ruin Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano is like a Daniel Bryan S. You could throw stuff at him. He's just gonna he's just gonna turn crap into gold. So whatever happens to Johnny Gargano, he's gonna be good. People like Ciampa, I think Ciampa wrote himself into a great um a great role if he, whenever he moves up to the main roster. And plus we can get Ciampa versus Adam Cole next. It's about to get lit up in here, G. Oh bro, it's gonna it's, be beautiful. Oh my god. But um yeah, just fantastic, fantastic match. Uh I wanna I rewatched Takeover when I came home from church today. And I enjoy every second of it again, so man, just a good takeover. One of the best. twenty five one of the best. I still think the first war games takes the cake. Either that or Brooklyn with um Bailey and Sasha, but Man, this was this was just good. Uh, and we also got a teaser for the next UK show. <laughs> We're going to get Walter 
hit niggas with the uh the bed mattress splash off the top rope. It's gonna happen. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I just realized that Super Showdown is next week, so that's we might as well just preview. The I think damn it's card. Friday. Yeah, it's this Friday. We might yeah. as well just preview the damn card and give our predictions, even though we're not gonna watch it probably live. We're gonna be at work. I'll probably working. watch the. I'll probably watch the final parts of the Rumble. See if Undertaker is even watched like I think he is. Um, Goldberg interest should be cool. Demon Sin Ballet and Draw, they should steal the show. It's a good card. It's yeah, just I'm about to. I'm looking crowd. at it now. What'd you say? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's a good card. It's just a Saudi crowd. It's garbage. So, you know, hey, don't pull up on me, Saudis, please. I, I will lose in that fight. But, like, it's just, man. Yeah, so, looking at the card. So, uh, WWE Championship Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler. It's gonna be a Kofi solid match. Wins. Kofi's winning, like just adding uh more to Kofi's legacy with the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh Universal Championship, Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin. Please keep Brock Lesnar uh, away. Yeah. Please. They say Brock might cash in this Monday. Oh, he says guaranteed Brock Lesnar cash in this Monday. Yeah, we'll see where that goes, because like it's I think it's just continue to tease. Like, it's guaranteed, but... I know, it's probably for people to tune in and watch. Yeah, so you know what they're doing. So, but... In case Brock Lesnar doesn't do what I think he's going to do, or hope he doesn't do, uh, Seth Rollins is going to win. But I'm not watching no Baron Corbin Seth. I love Seth. I ain't watching no Baron Corbin Seth match, man. I'm not. I'm I'm tired of seeing them in the ring together, so... Bro, I'm tired of seeing these. They need to throw Baron Corbin on SmackDown. That's what I hope they did. But they do what they want. Yeah, so. uh, Intercontinental belt, Andrade versus Finn Balor. Demon Finn at that. I'm surprised we're getting Demon Finn for this match. But I guess the Saudis want to see demons. Oh, man. (laughs) Yo, what if... (laughs) What if... Finn Balor comes out like Jesus. <laughs> it's not Demon Finn. He just comes out like Jesus. Would they get triggered? You there? Oh, man. Nobody. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, nobody walking out of there alive. <laughs> Nigga. Nigga's getting taken care of. Um, no, he's not going to I know, but it's just a thought. The thought of he it. Probably could, if you're thinking about a demon, he probably come out like that goddamn reporter they took out the print. Nigga come out dressed as him. Shogi or whatever that nigga name is. Rest in peace, folks. Rest in peace, folks. I can't believe they killed the nigga that cleaned up and then still hasn't got convicted for it. <laughs> different G <laughs> different but uh next uh Goldberg versus The Undertaker uh this is gonna be a sad match G man <laughs> Goldberg so still got it he just can't wrestle for more than 10 minutes that's the thing <laughs> I don't know about Taker 
Like the last time I saw Undertaker, he was in decent shape. He looked old as hell in the face, but like he looked in decent shape. Um, it ends in a draw. They both pass out from fatigue. For all I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Both Braun, need to win, oh, but Braun man. is going to win. They both need a win. Braun needs this win because Braun got ruined by Brock Lesnar. Yeah, like he need. They need to do things for my man. So Braun is probably going to win. <sighs> what the fuck? Uh, Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. I ain't watching a shoddy show, but Roman wins. <laughs> That nigga, uh, that nigga Spear. Please, Spear Shane McMahon through the Saudi crowd, G. That's all I want. Please. Um, Triple H versus Randy Orton. Where is this match coming from? Uh, <laughs> bro, those Saudis just name and stuff, bro. Triple H Triple wins. H is winning, G. It, 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 come on now, G. And then the 50 man uh, Royal Rumble. Um, Ooh, Mustafa Ali probably. Yeah, Mustafa Ali. Jinder Mahal. Nigga, Jinder Mahal's Indian. I keep telling you this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mustafa. Um. They might put LeBron. Bobby Lashley back in LeBron. there. Nah, Bro, Lashley ain't winning that bitch. I know. I'm um, just thinking of people. Who's who actually there? You got the New Day going to be there. I don't see nobody in New Day winning. They're not about to let a, two black people Alice, win. Alice the, Alice the Black. I'm about to say Alice Black, but he's not going either. Yeah, he's not even going to be there. Um, Ricochet's going. Ricochet can yeah, win. Yeah, Ricochet will be there. Ricochet's Cesaro can win. Wait, Cesaro's not going. Uh, he can't go. Cesaro's not going either? I'm not sure. I feel like he's not. It'd do Cesaro some good. Like, it's something nice to add to his resume. Like, but I, I, I got to block this freaking video. I'm tired of seeing this dang thing, Josh. My bad, bro. I'm scrolling down on freaking Facebook. Uh, um, uh, what are they trying to say? <laughs> Let me pull up. John Moxley. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that little key be a hell of a way. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I don't know who is this roster. Okay, I'm I'm looking at the roster now. Let's see, nigga. I don't care about no offense to NXT, but I don't want NXT. Let's see, current superstars. Let's see here. Our truth. No, our truth is already a three time. Goddard 24-7 champion. Did you see the video of Ginger Mahal? Yeah. Trying to, he rolled that nigga up and got on a golf course. He had full ring attire on. Yeah, I was like, come on course. now, G. They just added the world with Fortnite. They did the what? They added the world in Fortnite. Of course they did. Of course they did. It's Fortnite. I'm not shocked. You notice they haven't added much <laughs> dances lately anyway, so... <laughs> What you say? Ooh, they haven't added much uh, dances lately, so I'm not surprised. So, here's somebody, Bray Wyatt. You think Bray Wyatt would turn? That'd be a good way to have him there. 
Like I could like Bray Wyatt's an option. Um, I'm literally going through this whole ass deep ass roster now. David Otunga still works for these niggas. Um, Drew McIntyre. Drew definitely can win. Yeah, Drew would be a good option. Um, Elias would wouldn't be bad. Let's see. Um, do, 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 do. If Shane win, I'm taking a break from. Him. Yeah, I already know. <laughs> okay. Lars Sullivan might actually have a chance to win this. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening to uh, Bring the Ring. <laughs> I appreciate y'all for listening. Lars Sullivan, big yourself, come out for that thing. No, he has a match. He wasn't on the card. I didn't see him. He's on a card. He's stumping the Lucha Bros out in front of the Italian. Damn, they really do not give a damn, G. Huh? <laughs> Either way, I feel like they'll throw him in there. It's 50 men. Like, I know they throw him in there, but I think anybody who comes out with a win in a match or even lose in one of them ain't going to last that long. Inside. They not about to work some niggas to the bone that bad. Agreed. Like, they ain't going to do that too long. Samoa uh, Joe's an option. Samoa Joe is definitely an option. I would love to see that. But who knows if Samoa Joe's going? Exactly. Oh, yeah. He's another guy that's like, do I want to go? Oh, that's. Like, I just went through the whole roster. So, like, it's a few people. But, like, I feel like it will benefit. The people it will benefit that they're trying to put over, like, will be, once again, you get, like, it depends on card placement. If Braun and Bobby Lashley matches, like, in the beginning, go ahead and just, you know. Like, throw him in there. Um, I can see a benefit in Braun. I can see it. Like, I know we both hate Lars Sullivan because he's a racist as it gets. But um, I wouldn't be shocked if Lars got it. Um, Mustafa Ali's still an option. Ricochet's an option. Like, it's, yeah, yeah it's just, you're going to see the whole damn card, honestly, in here, so. But yeah, so honestly, like that, like someone they'll figure out. That's not my problem. So, but it's gonna be somebody. It's gonna be one of them four to me at least. So, um, but yeah. So, what else is there to talk about? Do do you? Let's talk about the Chris Jericho, uh, Moxley thing. I don't even. Right? Want, I don't even want. Like, bro, <laughs> reason I don't want to even talk about it. G, that should tell you before we get there. But it just happens to everybody that. Leaves. Like, this is not new news. Like, literally, where everybody leaves, they literally said, the writer's trash. I tried to tell them not to me to do corny things. They didn't listen. We should get more breaks. PG sucks. CM Punk, right back. John Moxley, Ty Dillinger, Enzo, Big Cass. All these people have done the same exact interview. There has been few people who have gotten to say, oh, it's a good tenure, you know, stuff like that. I think Simon Gotch is the one who probably did something like that. Nobody remember Simon freaking Gotch. So like, Not really. I don't care. Like that's the that's the type of stuff. Like I don't care. Like this is the same around the goddamn same time CM Punk dipped out. We get the same exact thing. Nigga leaves. This is this one with the AEW. Get tired of talking about that thing too. Niggas talking about AEW is putting out quality content. They have one pay per view. 
it's just it's one of those situations that is like I just need stuff to die down. I need Ambrose to just get another interview with another people with other people. I just need stuff to die down. Uh, carved out for the next couple more weeks is just about to be a, a straight uh, WWE hate fest being in what it already is just bump him yeah he said some things that made you say wow nigga you're still lazy when it, I don't care what you try to do with the Brock Lesnar match it was a lazy match I, I don't care like, you still won championships and you feel that them not give you an opportunity, but it was a grand slam. And for I sits cap from this nigga saying that him debuting in AEW was best, the, the biggest thing in his career. Like what? He has cap. That's cap. cap. So like, this is why I don't. This is why I don't even think about like want to talk about this. But I'm tired of it, bro. I I, I stick around too many wrestling goddamn babies and stuff like that. Not the the great people on freaking Twitter, but like around like God forbid, I gotta stay off Facebook. But the people from Facebook, bro, oh, I, I blocked most of them. Yo. I blocked most of them on yeah, Facebook. I'm I had to block them all. Cancer, it's real bad, bro. Walking into comments that you can feel your goddamn white blood cells leaving. It's sad. <laughs> Very much. Yeah, I agree. Like. Overall, like, just give my quick take on the interview. Like, I definitely agree with what you said. Like, I don't think he really was mad that he had. Like, he's like he knew that he was one of the more privileged people on the roster. Like, I, I didn't hear him no complaints about that. If he did, I probably would have been more triggered. It's just, yeah, I agree. Like, you, some shit was corny. I'm a Dean Ambrose fan. So, for me, like, I, like it's he was my favorite amongst the Shield that wasn't Roman Reigns. So, mm-hmm. even for me, like, seeing his character just become, like, eventually just, like, yeah, I really don't like the direction. Like, even when he came back, it's just, like, it was pretty stale. Like, they just staled his character down too much to it was corny. So, I will get the frustration in and all of that. Because mm-hmm. me as a fan of Dean Ambrose during his time in WWE, it was like, oh, I love this guy. Then it's like, Okay, he puts on solid matches, but like I like him more for his persona, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't like what they're doing with the character. So it's like you could tell he's putting in effort, but it's just like yeah, this ain't going to sell. It's not selling me, and I like the guy, so I get his frustrations and all of that. And but it's like I said, it's no different than what we heard. It's just from a bigger star in a company. Like if it's like. It, well, since CM Punk, like CM Punk is different and as a whole, and that nigga just sound like a bitch when it's all said done to me. It just like Dean Ambrose sounds. Hopefully, nobody from work is listening. That's in uh, administration. It's just how you sound when you like with work. You just drained, pretty much. You just show up because you, you they paying you for the time being. So, so that's just the tone I got from. I respect it. I'm not mad at it. And like, do I think he's gonna be banished or whatever? Hell no. Like he'll still get in the Hall of Fame. Like I feel like I don't know, man. Certain people ain't coming back. Uh, he might could be one. Nah, yeah, he'll be one. I think he'll be the one. The moment of those they put people. the shield in there, I don't think he's getting the solo. Sorry. Yeah, I, if he gets the, the solo, it's 
because Vince McMahon is long gone. Because his problems was more with Vince than it was like he never really slandered Triple H. So like it'd be more like when Triple H is running things. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. When Vince McMahon, hell no, that's dead. Like no, f all, f all them niggas. And he, mm-hmm. the Ambrose ain't even black. But only person I feel like who's really shooting himself in the foot with it with everything is more Chris Jericho than anything. Yeah, I think Chris Jericho burnt bridges because Jericho left and came back. It's just is my thing is what is Chris Jericho trying to do? That's what that's the confusing thing about me because like bro, they give you title shots every time you come back. Every one year we get him just Chris Jericho being there, he finds a way getting a title shot. He has a he gets he literally gets return promos. Nobody gets return promos like that. Chris Jericho gets them mm-hmm. all the time. So it's like you were loved, G. So it's like I don't know what this is doing for you. And then now you're becoming what everybody hates, Brock Lesnar of AEW. So he's gonna be the brother. So like they really gonna have the nigga out there rocking a full time contract. No, he's gonna be there just the same thing. He's not gonna be year old. Fozzy stuff. I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. I just it's- like this is why I don't think it's a war between them. Because if WWE want to be like, all right, let's make it a war. Basically, let's give the fans what they want. I'd rather watch a WrestleMania match of Gargano and Ciampa than to watch anything AEW put up. You know, so like, I don't care. But yeah, Jericho shot his stuff in the foot. Jericho probably said, Cody's gone. I don't think you see Cody ever again. Okay, I'm I don't gonna, think they're gonna put no respect on the Rhodes name altogether. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck no, they always gonna put some respect on. Co- I mean, Dusty because they use that nigga for C Cloud. But True. for um, for um, like Cody and Dustin, nah. Yeah. Niggas talking about oh man, they do a gold does right finally. Like, nigga, man, y'all, this is one thing. Y'all, y'all can complain about any Lord. I don't hear nothing about this gold dust stuff, G. I'm sorry. Like he's a good ring yeah. worker, but no, stop. Because no, nobody was into him. He is legit him for the freaking Powerpuff Girls. Nobody care. Nigga <laughs> uh, had a goddamn tattoo of Booker T that got too weird, too fast. It very much uh. did. Very much did. It was fun though. <laughs> during when I was <laughs> young, watching, I'm like, yeah, it was fun. And I was like, yeah, it got a little too out of hand, but eh, at least it helped Booker T get over more. So that's all that that proves all everybody saying gold dust being done right. He boosts, he helped give uh, Booker T the alley oop. So thank you, Gold Dust. But <laughs> but I just need people to accept AEW's alternative, just like TNA is alternative. New Japan is our alternative. alternative. Just ROH, PGW, Evolve. Like, well, there's so many other things that's an alternative. Like, just like accept it. PGW, the, in the new version of uh, All alternatives, AAA. I don't even know Lucha Underground stuff. I think it is. <laughs> I just don't know what channel comes on. <laughs> Like, uh, like occasionally, I just scroll through my guide and I see Lucha Underground. I'm like, I hope this isn't new. 
but, <laughs> but hey, I don't know. But that's an episode on that note. Um, appreciate you guys for listening. All that good stuff, like all the support. Uh, continue to listen on SoundCloud and uh, Spotify. We are on Spotify now, so salute to our Spotify listeners. Um, follow us on there at uh, No Chill Media. Easy to find, No Chill Media. And you'll find everything, Threes from the Ring, all 33 episodes. Uh, there's a new Black Otakus of the Culture as well. Go ahead and listen to that if you all into all the nerd anime comic book teams we did talk about a lot that last episode and but yeah also follow us on twitter at threes from the ring please follow us at threes from the ring um you'll see some slander finals coverage all that good stuff polls too definitely uh follow us for that but um but yeah appreciate all the love support continue at it get your friends family on with us as well too and but yeah this your boy chris J. Peace. Peace out.